Welcome in. We have shocking news about one of the NFL's most famous quarterbacks, Russell Wilson. But first, I'm Emmanuel Lacho. That is Dave Hellman, NFL insider, the brilliant Joy Taylor, again off co-hosting the Herd. Wonderful job. And Eagles, all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Well, the breaking news, somebody's coming to the defense of Russell Wilson. His star wide receivers. Get this. You have to read this information. It's a tweet from Jerry Judy, first-round pick from a couple years back. I ain't going to keep looking at these false statements about my boy Russ, man. As a teammate who sees the elite work ethic this man has as a comparable, he got in office because he's committed his life to this game. Remember, some people are alleging that Russell Wilson has an office inside the building. I never had a teammate who motivated me more than Russ, 100. Also, K.J. Hamler, another wide receiver, top three-round pick for the Broncos last three years. Three, Russell Wilson, goes above and beyond to do whatever it takes to win for the team. Y'all not about to bash him and act like he still ain't the same Russ who won a Super Bowl and was a nine-time Pro Bowler. Ooh. I stand behind my quarterback. Love you three again. Inference three is Russell Wilson's jersey. Love you, Russell Wilson. I got to be honest, y'all. We may have it wrong about Russ. Not his play. Not his play. That's obvious. Clearly, he's playing bad. But so many people have been so loud, including myself, about Russell Wilson splintering the locker room, Russell Wilson losing the locker room, Russell Wilson being out of touch with his teammates, Russell Wilson being the most disingenuous person in the National Football League. That is a pervasive thought by us, the media, around Russell Wilson. Well, with new information, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, must come a new opinion. After hearing the Denver Broncos up-and-coming emerging star-wide receivers come to the benefit, come to the defense of Russell Wilson, I got to change my opinion. I'm led to believe maybe we are wrong about off-the-field Russell Wilson. We know he's one of the hardest workers, but we shunned him for his hard work. High knees on the airplane trying to keep his hamstring loose en route to London. We made fun of him for that. Go back to last year, broken thumb. He's taking snaps before a game he's not playing in. We made fun of him for that. And on the outside, I get it. Let's get our laughs off. Let's get our retweets off. Let's get our shared posts off. But when you listen to his wide receivers, Jerry Judy, first-round pick, K.J. Hamler, third-round pick out of Penn State, they seem to admire what Russ is doing. Maybe we're wrong. At least maybe I'm wrong. But, Joy, what do you make of Russell Wilson's teammates defending him? Well... We know he has an office now. <laughs> yeah. So that's no longer a rumor. Right? Appreciate that. <laughs> he has an office, which I really didn't have a problem with. I mean, I don't know. You guys tell me if that's normal. I, I know some quarterbacks do have offices. We certainly know Tom Brady had a whole yeah, basic yeah. facility. You, never, you never had a quarterback that had something like that, right? No. I'm thinking about it. Because you got to be like a level, level. I remember with my first time even seeing something like that with the Bucks. And Brady, Alex. Alex is like the um, – Guerrero? Alex Guerrero, yeah. yeah. The ex, like, he's like the trainer, trainer, right? So – he had, well, if anybody gets a nick or injury, we would go see Alex first, and then Alex would send us to the other trainers for the Bucks. And he's, he has his own office, right? Da- uh, so you walk in the building, to the right, down the hall, you'll see Alex. Break right down for those at home who don't know who Alex is. So, what was so, Alex's relationship to Tom Brady? Okay. Educate the so, so if you take it all the way back, Bill Belichick had an issue with Alex being in the, in, in the, in the mm-hmm. facility. He had a problem with him, you know, helping the players out, you know, getting them back, giving them treatment if they're injured, et cetera. So what happened is, Brady left, took him to Tampa Bay, and now when he came to Tampa Bay, he had a big office, right? He had a big office, and if guys would get hurt, so he's Tom's, you know, special trainer, and then we would use him time to time. And he was really good, smart guy, 
TB12 is what they call it. It's right. that, that little thing they know. Brady's been playing for... Well, he got a nice office, though. He got a nice God, couch man. in there. Yeah. He, gave me, he gave me a little some therapy before my treatment. Shady House the Kids, House Family, House Life, House Tampa. And then we got to working out. So you've seen it before. Joy, you were, you were saying. <laughs> I have no problem with them having an office. That's not... I mean, I've... Obviously, this is not normal, but that didn't really surprise me. Uh, the, the extra parking spots doesn't really move me either. Right. I mean, Correct. He's, he's probably got people with him. Of we course. know this. It's a different world now. you got to have your content people. Maybe he has a trainer he likes to have or a spiritual yeah. guru or whatever it is. No, that doesn't really bother me. It becomes a problem when you're getting special treatments. You're not really acknowledging or recognizing that you get the special treatment. You're not passing it on to your teammates. And, of course, as always, Everything is a big deal when you're losing. Now, I said earlier on the herd, I think Russ needs to come to a real space of accountability. Not saying that he doesn't recognize he's not playing well. He talked about Nathaniel Hackett. He was very remorseful that Nathaniel Hackett's not there anymore. I'm not going to put more credit on words from people who don't put their name on it. Like how we found, how we were first hearing the rumors about his teammates not appreciating his office and and parking spots now that teammates have come out and put their name, name on, on it. Check. But um, it neutralizes it for me. So maybe there are still teammates in the locker room. That came from somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm calling Shannon Sharp a liar and Whitworth and Booger and other people that were saying this. So I'm not going to call them liars, but I'm going to give more credit to people who come out and put their name on it. If someone was saying something about, it, about you or me and someone came out and defended you, I would hope people would pay more attention to the people that are saying things in defense than people who are speaking behind closed doors. So I think it's neutral. Perhaps maybe some of the defensive players weren't too happy with Russell Wilson this year. It's a possibility. I mean, we saw them not be happy with him on the sidelines. Physically watched that. (laughs) So there is that. They certainly held up their end of the bargain this year. So it's plausible, especially based off of what happened in Seattle and what defensive players weren't necessarily happy with Russell Wilson during his tenure there. So maybe that's a possibility. But at the end of the day, maybe Russ isn't a bad teammate. Maybe Russ is taking his version of accountability for what happened. But at the end of the day, Russ makes a lot of money. Russ is a superstar. Russ going there is the reason they had, like, 2011 national games, primetime games to start the season. They gave up five first-round picks to get Russ. All of the criticism that's heading Russ's way is warranted. And the only pushback that I would have is, yeah, we are going to act like Russ isn't the same guy that won that Super Bowl. Sure. Because he hasn't been, and we can see that. Now, that's not to say he won't get back there, but right now he isn't, and his play is what got Nathaniel Hackett and others fired. Yep, absolutely. I'm with Joy on that. The criticism is warranted, Dave. What I wanted to put a halt to was some of the gossip. Criticism, which everybody can see, oh, warranted all day. But when we were starting to and I was starting to go far along with maybe he's a bad teammate guy, I'm glad his teammates spoke up. Dave, you spent 10 years in and adjacent two locker rooms covering the Dallas Cowboys. What are your thoughts on Russell Wilson in light of the teammates defending him? I mean, Russell Wilson is guilty of playing poorly and losing, right? I mean, that this type of stuff happens at the end of a bad season all over the place, yeah. especially – when it's a such a disappointing season. Like, the expectations in Denver were pretty high. Um, I, I think there, there's merit to it, but the reason I say that is, like, Russell Wilson's kind of always been this guy, right? I mean, like, we gave him grief when he was in Seattle balling. Like, the Mr. Unlimited stuff, like, I mean, we remember that, right? Yeah. Like, people liked to clown on Russ when he was really good. 
So now he's an easier target because he's not good. I will say it carries a lot of weight. KJ Hamler in particular, yes. it carries a lot of weight to hear him say that for me. Because again, like what what do we do when we're not in the locker room? Like we draw conclusions from what we see. KJ Hamler's the guy that got visibly upset at the end of the loss to the Colts, yep. slamming his helmet in the back of the end zone. Christmas Day. So like this isn't even ancient history. <laughs> Four days ago, he's freaking out. Uh, you know, he he runs a shallow route, Russ throws deep, it gets picked, and he's like storming off the field upset before the play's even over. So for him to overcome that and still be willing to go to bat for Russell Wilson, that carries some weight with me. The gossip and stuff, for like, like, we, like I said, it's, it's old hat for Russell Wilson at this point anyway. He's been dealing with that since some of those guys in Seattle were still on his team. Uh, and I, I think it's magnified just because they're losing. So I don't put that much stock in it. Yeah, I, I love that his teammates are supporting him, right? Reading them tweets and, and saying that, I love that, right? Because we've seen different quarterbacks and different teams where they don't support like who? a struggling quarterback, like Zach Wilson, yep. right? I, I'm not, I, I haven't heard one player say anything positive about Zach. Matter of fact, they actually supported the backup, mm-hmm. right? Another thing about the NFL, especially in the locker room, there's jealousy. Let's just keep it real. You, you put all these alpha males, right, in one room, and it's only one king to that jungle, <laughs> and it's the quarterback. No matter how bad a team is, right, the quarterback is always going to be the main guy. We, the 49ers, we always talk about how good they are. They always hype up Jimmy G. He's not, the, he's not even close to the best player. Yep, you see what I'm saying? So, like, even the guys in Seattle, I can never say anything bad about Richard Sherman. He was a dog. He was a beast. He's one of the best to ever do it. But you're not the quarterback, right? So, a lot of defense was winning them games and Super Bowls. We can say that. But Russell was the quarterback. So, when you're the quarterback, you get those special privileges, right? Shannon, they said Shannon, or whoever, I don't know if it's Shannon, whoever it is, but even you said the Shannon Sharp thing, whatever it is, like, like, Shane was a great player. He ain't Elway. I'm sure they treated Elway different. different. Yeah. Troy Aitman, Emmitt Smith. So I'll give you them examples because I've been on teams where, hey, I'm making $20 million. The quarterback's making $25 million. I'm like, man, don't we win the game because of me. You see what I'm saying? So I think a lot of, things, a lot of times with Russ, people are just of Russ. He got the office now. You know, he's got the, he's got the money, the contract. They, 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 the, the franchise put all this hope into Russ. That's how it works. So, so KJ Hamler, sorry, bro, you're not the guy. You're, you're okay. Third he's round, he's content bad. with it. Second round, number forty-six yeah, but overall. It's, it's roles. He's content with it. Even on the defense, you have a guy like, like let's say Chubbs. Chubbs is yeah. a beast, etc. So if he's angry that Russ is getting all special treatment, I get it because you're a good player as well. But you're not the quarterback. You're the quarterback. You get special privileges. Don't you think it is strange though, because <clears throat> we don't see this with other star quarterbacks very often. I mean, the good ones, the, the good ones. I feel the I mean, if Russ was balling, like balling, balling. Yeah. Even, when, but he even the, when he was playing well, we saw this. That's fair. We but, but no, 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 but he wasn't balling better than everybody else. Yeah, I think, I think when you were talking, and, and to answer Joy's question preemptively, because I was thinking about the answer while you were talking, I think the rub comes when the quarterback who is the most valuable is not the best. Right, there you go. Yep, that's yep, where the yep, rub lies. Yep. Usually the quarterback yeah. we know is the most valuable yeah. player on the team, but right. he's typically the – Best player on the team. Right. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is most valuable, Tom, yeah, right, and he's right, right. best. Tom Brady, right. he's most valuable, and he's right. best. Right. Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is most valuable, but he ain't the best. Right, right. Justin Jefferson is the best. Seahawks. Richard, Rich, Russell Wilson was the most valuable. Why do we know this? Because Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, uh, Richard Sherman, they were all there in 2011. Yeah, they was, they was and dogs. the Seahawks were 7-9. and nine. Yeah. And Russell Wilson shows up, and I believe they were 11-5, and, and then they were in the Super Bowl. Right, right. So while Sherm 
Earl and Cam are all better than Russ, and Russ would not deny it. For sure. Russ was the most valuable. Yeah. So I think, Joy, the answer, and I was thinking about it yeah. while 2-5 was talking, it's like Thank there's me. a big rub. Yeah, this, I, you you know what it is. There's a big rub that comes when your quarterback is the most valuable, but he's not the best. Russ is going to have to figure out a way to be both of these. Joy, let me come to you with one final question. Does this give you – I know you already had optimism, but do seeing his wide receivers cheering and championing him, does that give you even more confidence about Russ getting right next year? It does, because from what we were hearing and that compounding with what we've heard from Seattle and what we've heard from former teammates, which is why I just asked that, it was trending towards a, I don't know if Russ really gets it. I don't know if Russ sees people and reads the room. Because you can be a a good person. I don't think Russ is a bad person. I don't even think Russ is a bad teammate. But you can be somebody who can't read the room. Mm. We all know people like that. Everybody's down. They come in. Hey, why a long face? Like It's the worst. It's the worst. So three no, picks. No, not right now. Not Please. right now. So Please. I don't know if Russ is that, but that really doesn't matter. The, at the end of the day, him having two of his young teammates support him is important. Yeah. And it's all going to be on Russ next year. So having any kind of support in the locker room, especially after the way that this season has gone, to me is a positive. Absolutely. And you want support from the big dogs in the locker room. It's one thing if your special teams, they support you. But when your first-round pick wide receiver, Jerry Judy, and your second-round pick wide receiver, K.J. Hamler, support you, well, Russ, that's a really good starting spot. Coming up next, Derek Carr got some much-needed support from his star wide receiver. That man you're looking at, Devontae Adams. Remember, he left Aaron Rodgers to join his former college teammate, Derek Carr. But now, Derek Carr is benched. How in the world should $140 million wide receiver Devontae Adams feel? That look might say it all. Next on Speak. Y'all see it right there. Derek Carr, he has been benched by the Raiders. And reports say he and the team, yo, they're going to part ways for the rest of the season. Doesn't want to be a distraction. But get this. On the screen, Devontae Adams, star wide receiver, he says, this man gave me everything I had. The reason I'm a Raider, one of the most disciplined and loving people I know. Got my brother's back, do whatever. And if you can't respect it, excuse my language. You. Shoulder shrug, shoulder shrug, shoulder shrug. Love you, bro. You can see Devontae Adams right there. You should be able to tell which one Devontae is. And Derek Carr right there in that photo. (laughs) Remember, they go back to college. Fresno State, if I am not mistaken, where they were college teammates. Derek Carr left Aaron Rodgers to go join Devontae Adams or Sean McCoy. I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. How should Devontae – no. Should Devontae Adams want out of Vegas? Out. out. Get out of there. He won't – listen. He's packing his bags right now. He should, he should go on there right today with Terrell Owens type attitude. Yeah, trade me. I got to get out of here. First of all, the reason why I'm a Raider is because of Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to come to no Oakland. I mean, no, I'm to Oakland. Or Oakland. Las Vegas. Vegas? Come to no Vegas? For what? If I wanted a better quarterback, because everybody's saying, oh, well, they might get a better quarterback. I could say it in Green Bay. Play with Aaron Rodgers. Two-time MVP. I came to play my best player. I met my best friend. First of all, in college, me and you are boys. Yes, sir. Right? Imagine me with the college together. Like, you be my boy plus 10, right? <laughs> Everyone wants to play with their best friends. That's the best thing about football. You play, you, 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 you grow a love for the game, but then you do it with your brother. Yeah, I'm pissed off, and I think he should be too. Yeah, he got a one out. He got a one out. I remember when I was uh, coming out of college for the draft, people would be like, yo, Acho, where do you want to get drafted? I was like, the Cardinals or the Cowboys? Cardinals, because my brother played there. Cowboys, because I'm from there. I didn't care about the other 30 teams. Like, I want to get drafted by somebody, but I'd rather play with my brother. Like, that's my blood. 
or play in Dallas because my family's there. They're my blood. There's some things to me that transcend football. If I'm Devontae Adams, I want out. Like, if I'm Devontae Adams, I get it. It's a business, all these things. But it was more personal than it was ever a business because I made a personal decision first and foremost when I went to Las Vegas, not just a business decision. Joy, I know you have thoughts. Where do you stand? I think you should see what the plan is. <laughs> and then if he doesn't like the plan, ask out. You don't trust the Raiders to I have don't. a plan? <laughs> I don't trust the Raiders. Maybe I'm crazy, but they haven't made the best choices. They can't keep any of their first-round picks there. They clearly don't respect anyone that bleeds and tries for them because mm-hmm. Derek Carr has been the only steadfast thing for them for almost a decade. Now you just got to sit. So they don't have any, like, respect for people that they have in the building, clearly. You can say whatever you want about Derek Carr's play this year. It wasn't great, but he's been the only thing there that's been consistent. So if I'm here because of him, who the hell else are you bringing in? (laughs) So simple hat, Brady goes there. Maybe I chill and wait and see how Brady looks, what he's talking about. I'm sure he's going to love him. If he ends up doing that, he is being paid a lot of money to be there. Yes. So maybe we stick around for Brady. Maybe if Aaron Rodgers ends up there. I don't know why he would, because he's got 50 million guaranteed in Green Bay. Yeah. And it ain't like the Raiders are offering anything interesting other than Devontae Adams. Or that they have a ton of money to offer it with. Yeah, yeah. they don't. They don't, <laughs> actually. We don't have to wonder about that. So who could you possibly be bringing here? I'm not trying to work. If I was going to deal with inconsistency or unknowns and quarterback, why wouldn't I just stay in Green Bay, which I know. And then I know Jordan Love. I, I, I might not be excited about Jordan Love, but I know Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers leaves, I know Jordan Love. I don't know this new rookie quarterback, assuming they get a rookie quarterback, which, by the way, who are they going to get? There's only really two quarterbacks in this draft that anyone feels really that confident about to begin with. That doesn't mean someone's not going to be good. But are the Raiders going to develop them into being a good player? No. There's too many unknowns. You know I'm about to trick off my career. I came here for him. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't disagree with y'all. I just think, like, what does Devontae Adams stand to gain by making this a problem right now or burning bridges? Okay, I mean, let, like, let's be re- – and Devontae Adams is a pro's pro. Like, the way he's handled all of this is really admirable, considering how disappointing it must be. You imagine – the idea of what he thought life was going to be like when he got there in March versus what it's been ever since and what it looks like right now, like, that's tough. So, like, I applaud him for handling this uh, with, with grace. But at the same time, guys, like, okay, it's a major contract. Those don't get moved easily. Like, I mean, that, you're talking about the Raiders incurring cap hits. You're talking about another team being willing to take on a cap hit. And then the compensation as well. And, and I mean, they're not cutting him. They're not cutting Devontae Adams, right? Like, they were going to get something for him if they were to offload a player of his caliber. So now you're talking about moving the contract and then getting a team to agree to give you a price that you feel good about. I don't think it's super realistic. It could happen, and that's a conversation that can come up later in the offseason. But for right now, I think Devontae Adams is best served seeing what happens. If the Raiders are this bound and determined to move off of a guy who's been pretty good for them, all things considered, I hope they have a plan. Well, I mean, I can at least say I hope, right? Whether it's Tom Brady, whether it Aaron Rodgers feels far-fetched, Jimmy Garoppolo, they're gonna have they're gonna have a top ten pick. Maybe you could use that to bring a quarterback in. You could potentially 
I mean, if they do, we think they're going to win both of these games with Jared Stidham at quarterback. Nope. So they could be picking as high as like five, six, seven in the draft. You could use that to leverage something to get a quarterback worth playing with. I don't know what it's going to look like, but but I don't think Devontae Adams would be well served by raising a. Shady, you made a great point before the show. You said that all you have in sports are your word. Yeah. You said all you have in sports are your word, is your word. That's all you have. And the Raiders have now doubled back on their word, probably both to Devontae Adams and to Derek Carr. So if, in fact, the Raiders have shown you that the reason you came, they don't actually respect or care about, yep. how does that mess with your psyche as a player? Yeah, it pisses you off. Now, now the question was, how should he feel about should he want to out or mm-hmm. not? And he should want to go out, right? Like, get me out of here because the, the, the selling point of me coming to this team was Derek Carr. And now that he's gone, it's like, how do you want me to follow this new plan you have when the, the initial plan you had, that's out the window? Real quick, if, you, if you've seen all the interviews from uh, Devontae earlier in the year, and then even Josh Jacobs, he recently said he's tired. He said it's been four years, four long years, and I'm tired of this. The captain of the team is the coach, head coach. And I don't think he's a good head coach. I really don't. So to follow this guy, right, with, with these new plans you have, nobody wants to believe in that. We talk about Tom Brady coming there. Why would Tom come there? Now, yeah, they have a relationship, you know, him and the head coach, right? But, like, look at everything around. It's dysfunctional. The, the main running back, who's probably, I don't, he's top five in the league. He's number one rushing right now. He's not going to sign back with the team. He already kind of basically said it. Then you look around. Devontae's going to be pissed off, right? Why would he come there? I, I hate to be Mr like pro business guy, but like the Raiders could keep Josh Jacobs if they want. I mean, they could franchise tag him and he doesn't have a choice. I mean, he did say this morning in an interview, he said, I don't know if I will be here. I would like to be a Raider, but if I'm not, we will see. So he's expressed. You say stuff like that. You not trying to be there. I do have this story because, Dave, you make a great point about the business of it all. But I remember, Shady, you might not remember this name because he was a coach on the defensive side of the ball. One of the best defensive coaches I've been around, Coach Azanero. Defensive line coach in the Eagles. You might not remember him because he obviously used an offensive dude. So, Coach Az is what we call him. Oh, I've heard of him. Yes, Coach Az had a long long career here. Coach Az had been with Chip Kelly going back to 2005, 2006 at New Hampshire. He goes with Chip to Oregon. He comes with Chip to Philly. Chip gets fired. Now, mind you, I left the team two weeks before Chip gets fired, so this is hearsay. I heard after Chip got fired, the last two weeks of the season, Coach Az didn't even show up. Like, he just he was like, oh, if he gone, I'm gone with my man. Chip goes to the 49ers. Coach Az goes to the 49ers. Right. Chip goes to UCLA. Coach Az goes to UCLA. Oh, he loyal. For 15 years, they was like this. So sometimes business is business is business until it's not, until it gets a lot more personal. And I think it's gotten personal for the Raiders and Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Coming up, the playoffs are finally right around the corner. Y'all realize 31 days from today, we will know who is in the Super Bowl. That means it's almost time. But which NFC quarterback do we trust the most? Purdy, Hurts, Dak, Brady? Will Rodgers get in? That's next on Speak. I cannot wait for this one. What's up, family? Welcome back in the Rams. They face the Chargers on Sunday. That means that Justin Herbert and Sean McVay will go head-to-head. Sean McVay, he had a lot of praise for the Chargers star quarterback. Speak up, Sean. I've seen a quarterback that is doing things that he's in rarefied air in terms of early on in his career, and he seems like he's got a great way about himself, too, which is why his teammates, you know, seem like they, uh, they love him and does a great job, you know, in a lot of different things. 
Say you had a comment, obviously. Oh. Listen, I'm just saying, like, I feel like every week it's a new head coach talking about or head coach or legend, right? Ex-legend. How good this quarterback is. Oh, he's so great. He's so young. He's this. He's that. He's so advanced. I'm just saying, they all can't be wrong. And I love Joe Burrow. Who's that. saying he isn't? And nobody said he's Who not good. Who's saying he isn't wait, wait, good? All, all I said was that a lot of greats <laughs> and coaches but every I, week. I really don't understand. Like, I really do not understand. Who is saying Justin Herbert is bad? I don't think anybody. Who did it? Oh now, oh now we looking around. Now we looking around. Hey, it wasn't me. Wait, we should be looking around. You know what it is? It's like y'all, y'all can't, y'all don't say that, but the the things you guys say no, 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 make you feel no, no, no. like that. Yeah, yeah I, I understand right, that. Come on, come on. It's not what you say. It's, it's how like, you make it's you like light feel. shade. I'm not gonna shade you. I'm like, I'm like a little dry shade. You know what? You're right. It is totally shade to say that Patrick Mahomes is better than Justin Herbert. Well, no, 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 no. That, that's, that's, that's actually, shady that's, as hell. That's, that's shady but that's as hell. But that's facts, though. Yeah, of course. Is it yeah. facts? Because yes. the feelings would say otherwise. But let me ask you, though, Tupac. Every other coach. Because McVay said he's in rarefied air. You would agree? Yeah. What's Lamar Jackson in? Is he in rarefied air? That's shade. That's shade. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. How dare you shade? Why can't they both be in rarefied air? Okay. What's that? Is Patrick Mahomes in rarefied air? Patrick Mahomes is in Hall of Fame. What's Josh Allen level, though? Okay, what's Josh Allen in? He's getting there. They're all really He's good. Okay, I'm He's just saying, you understand the definition of rare. Everybody's good. Rare so we all love each other. There's no competition We're playing for fun, Dave. If it's 32 quarterbacks, and it's only like six, seven rare quarterbacks, that's, that's rare. If no, that's, that's, that's rare. That's, rare. Rare. that's, 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 like, that's, that's like a whole If there's a rare quarterback every year, then it can't be rare. Because Mahomes was rare in his class, and Lamar and Allen were rare in their class, and Burrow and Herbert were rare in their class. Y'all understand the definition of rare. I'm just a, I care about words. What it is at the end of the day, man. care about words. Is this. Justin Herbert is the greatest player that has ever put 10 toes down on the football field. He is faster, stronger, taller, throws the ball further. Look what you did, more Shady. Yards, more touchdowns. I mean, I- Runs the ball better. Technically he's smarter. Dion only has nine toes right now. Yeah. So no. he could make a qual. He could LT, make. LT, Dion, Jerry Rice, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, John Elway, Shannon Sharp, Rob Gronkowski. All y'all I mean, take a seat. He's having a great start. start. Joe Montana. He's having a great start. He's having a great start. He is. He's having a great start. I, that's fair. Anything less than what I just said is considered shame. I will co-sign. He's having a great start. We just can't be throwing around a rarefied air. He is actually doing very rare. Numbers-wise, numbers numbers he's doing a rare player. Numbers-wise, he's doing There's never been not one quarterback yes, ever yes. to do the things he's done in the first three years. Yes. That's got to be specific. That is, that is rare. That <laughs> is rare. Every, I don't know why. Just think, show him, see's what I see. McVeigh, we, we, I show him, see. <laughs> I can yeah, go find I can go find the Sean, video. You're you're Sean, Sean, Sean now. Now. I'll show him, see. You ain't got a pre-quarterback. You have a whole with pre-chargers to Sean. You're not Most just, I, if your mom's watching course. this show, you're not just going to rewrite your name on your birth certificate. Blah, Sean. I just feel very grateful to be able to be alive to watch the greatest too. sports star that we yeah. have ever seen in existence. I'm just happy that now you got like, so y'all pick and choose when you want to like stats. I, no. No, it's not. No. I, I like love words. No. I like words. Love, yeah. Sean. Uh, not Sean. Love, <laughs> Sean. All right, let's move on to more quarterbacks. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Because Herbert got us all out of whack. Jalen Hurts, he has been balling right now. Remember, he's dealing with the shoulder sprain. But the Eagles, they're going to be in the playoffs. You already know what time it is. The other great quarterback, Tom Brady. 
You know he's going to be in the playoffs. You know he's already checked his spot. Seven rings. Oh, my God, he's a beast. Brock Purdy, it looks like him and Jimmy Garoppolo. They will both show their faces in the playoffs more than likely. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, amongst others. NFC playoff picture is going to be wild. Dave Hellman, you have been embraced in this NFC playoff picture for years now. Which NFC quarterback do you trust the most in the playoffs? I'll keep this short and sweet. I, I, always, I do a double take when I get these questions sometimes because I'm like, you're, you're not asking me about the team. You're asking me about the quarterback. If Tom Brady punches his ticket to the playoffs, which I think he will, how could it be anybody but him? Now, like I said, short and sweet. I got some stats for you. Tom Brady has won more playoff games as a buck, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, than the rest of the field combined. Mm. <laughs> combined uh, with a strong D at the end. Tom Brady has more fourth quarter comebacks in the playoffs. Nine. He's got, all right, he doesn't have more. He's got as many. He's got nine fourth quarter comebacks in the playoffs. The rest of the field has nine appearances in the playoffs. Dak's been in four games. Kirk's been in three. Hertz has been in one. Heineke's been in one. The rest, zip. That's right. Tom Brady's got a four and one record as an underdog in the playoffs. That's better than anybody else in the field. Like, there's nothing. You got nothing. It's a layup. This is a layup. It's Tom Brady. Shady, make the layup, big dog. Let's let's, let's take care of that side of of the uh, table first. Shady's got, he's working on something over there. I mean, we're not. Asking about the team. Exactly. Not. The team was the question. Mm-hmm. Words matter. If the team was the Words question, matter. <laughs> then I would not have this answer. But that's not the question. You're asking me what individual man who plays the quarterback position Correct. will I trust most in the postseason. Mm-hmm. There is no other answer other than Tom Brady. <clears throat> I don't, you just read all the stats, so I'm not going to bore you with more of them. He's won more playoff games as a Buccaneer. Ooh. Forget everything that happened in New England. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a short... Can we talk about after Tom Brady? Can we take Tom Brady out? Keep him in. Keep him in. Keep him in. He technically is in there. It's more, in it's more so. interesting if we don't consider him. Nah, because I don't trust him. Keep him in there. Yeah, yeah, let me go before you. Go ahead. You I don't trust him. Wait, wait. I want my daughter to be done. You done? Hold oh, on, but you said you want to do this whole side of the table. Oh, you meant this side of the table. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, you know he's going to take the whole thing. He's going to do his little oh, thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> so let me, let, me, let, me, let me get my little situation going on. They said Tom Brady, I love Tom. How can you go? How can you not? You got your ring. You got to love Tom. Come on, I love Tommy. Tommy, like, he's the greatest of all time. But you talked about stats, not this year, years before, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Hurts. This is why. We can't just, like, erase everything he did this year. You can't just, like, play good the whole year. Oh, now it's the playoffs. Now I'm just weak. I'm a bum. It don't work like that. Tom Brady has 13 turnovers. Ooh. Did you know that? God, that's not good. 13. He almost has doubled the amount of my guy. Ooh. Hurts. So things won't just change, right? Now, now, granted, Tom Brady is one of the greatest of all time. And then real quick, they're not even in the playoffs yet. Mm-hmm. You notice his first thing he said was if, if. if they get in. If they get so in. we need him to get in because it's not just like, like Red Stone that he's going to get in there. My boys are in there. My mm. boy's playing for yes, might be in the, the number one seed. Yes. Huh? And my boy was practicing. Oh, did you see him? <laughs> the right arm look good to me. Look good. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on with Jalen Hurts. Just because he doesn't turn the ball over, he's mm. been balling all year. He's an MVP conversation. He's not living off this, oh, well, what I used to do. I used to do this. I used to do that. Russell used to be good. Mm-hmm. Right? I energize. So this year, so this year, Dave Hellman, Joy Taylor. I'm going with Jalen Hurts. What up, Dave? Ask Lamar Jackson if season-long success takes over in the playoffs. Like, does it just carry over all the time, no questions asked? I don't know. We'll see with these 13, these turnovers. 
I've never seen Tony Romo this much. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's got a well, shoulder sprain. We're gonna fi- hey, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts. I got an answer for Uh-oh, you, Shady. Oh, can I come with you? I got you. Please Let do. me come with you. Please do, my dog. Because they're living in the past. They don't ever do. It's, uh, it's a new day. <laughs> okay, look. Now, my answer, I have to build up a little bit real quick. A little bit real quick. Okay, now, let's up. just show you the statistics around the quarterback in the NFC that I want. I'm just going to show you some of the statistics first and foremost. Now, my guy, 24 passing touchdowns, seven interceptions, okay. a 7.9 yards per game. I know who this is. Completion percentage. Who might it be? That's Jalen Hurts. Mm, Not necessarily. Because look who might compare my guy to, how he stacks up against some of these quarterbacks, big dog. Jalen Hurts, he has more passing touchdowns than him. Okay. He's got less interceptions than that. More yards per attempt than Kirk. Greater completion percentage than Tom. Higher He he better be over 21 years old, though. Look. Depends how you look at it. Over 21 years old. Y'all know what they say. Jimmy G and Brock Purdy are both alive for the playoffs. I'm going with Jimmy Purdy as a quarterback I trust the most in the playoffs. If you aggregate the numbers, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, higher completion percentage, pass rating. Whoever the Niners put out there at quarterback, that's who I trust the most. I don't care who it is. Jimmy Garoppolo, he had like 17 touchdowns, five picks. Brock Purdy has eight touchdowns, three picks. Whoever the Niners put out there at quarterback, I trust them the most. Easily. Now, this is crazy. How? This This is is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. How? I'm not even going to Jimmy Garoppolo's already been to a Super Bowl. And he barely, he barely did anything. Like, uh, he, really, I mean, I'm saying, he I was at that game. He barely did anything. He, he, he was uh, beating you by I, 10 points in no, the fourth quarter. I, 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 it's actually, and then I, what I happened? I actually thought you were going to go with Carson Wentz, so this is a bit of a relief. For the- <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. No, because like. I, I seriously, I'm like, whoever, the, the Niners quarterbacks, they have a three-to-run touchdown interception ratio. The Niners quarterbacks it's protect the ball. No, it's one. Whichever one. And I don't, I'll be very clear, because apparently anything that you say that is critical on this show is hate. So I'm not yeah, shaming Brock Purdy. He is playing great. He's young, though. He's playing good. He's young boy. He's yeah, a baby, yeah, That's one. That's one. Yeah, baby. Baby, baby. Like, he's young boy. But it, when, think about it, though. First matchup, what, they got to play the Giants? You got to play the Commanders? You know Brock yeah, Purdy's going to I feel ball. bad for whoever has to play. Bingo. The you know he's going to ball. Second matchup, you play the Vikings? You know he's going to ball. You're not going to play bad, at least. I, and then you got to play probably the Eagles see, or the Cowboys. He's a rookie. Like, like there's going to be one game, right? And it might be before the playoffs. But the rookie quarterback is going to be a rookie quarterback. It's going to come, right? And it's, that's going to come. And then another thing's going to come is that defense is not always going to play so great. Them days are coming. And then to, real quick with the Tom Brady thing, I forgot this. I'll just keep going back to it. Like, there's always been, like, the, the top of the guy on the mountain. But eventually, mm-hmm. sure. it's them young guys that keep climbing. We saw last they keep, year. They keep climbing. Last year in the playoffs, Tom Brady was but, not elite. But they keep climbing. It's like, all right, now somebody has to take over that throne. And I think this might be the time where Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, we won't see them type of guys in the playoffs. Yeah, I, like I agree with you. If you took, if you, we don't know if he's going to make the playoffs. Obviously, yet they still have to. Yeah, yeah right, right. Question mark. Clinch. Big question mark. But if if Brady's not in there, the answer to, my, to this question for me is Jalen. Oh. I, I would agree with you. There. Oh. She's coming is it Dave? No, if it's not Brady. Come on, Brady. Is it Dave? Bring your chair over here, Joy. Come on now. Obviously, we're saying Dave? this because the numbers are overwhelming. The experience that Brady has is overwhelming, and we're not talking about the teams. So if we took Brady out of this, who is Who is it, Dave? Say it. That, that guy wearing four over there on the right side of the screen. Who, over on four? The, on the four big four board. You're right talking there. about you know, this, this one right here? That guy. Oh. This one right here? That guy. Oh. If Tom Brady... If I can't ride with Tom Brady, I'm riding with that over guy. Are you, are you serious? You ride with him over. You ride with him over this guy. He's got yes. a bum shoulder. Over this guy. He's got a bum this shoulder. Is crazy. This is crazy. Oh and one for his career. So Dak Prescott over Jalen Hurts. They're gonna shut the show down. We gotta stop <laughs> playing around. Yeah. I'm Why? I again, like the key word for again, words matter. That's the it's theme. All day That's they the do. theme all for this segment. Do. 
trust. I've seen more of it. Like, I mean, Jalen Hurts, and that's why it's so hard to, to, if you're talking about ranking quarterbacks, however you want to phrase it, it's hard to judge one season, right? Like, Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal. I would vote for him for MVP, at least up until he got hurt. We'll see what happens. I'm not, again, I'm not shading the guy because I'm saying this. It's still not a huge sample size. It's just not. Like, he's, he wasn't this guy last year, was not he all. not? He certainly wasn't this guy in 2020. So you're talking, and what, now he's missed a game. So what, he's played 14 games at a high level? I've watched Dak Prescott play at a high level for six seasons, really. And, and, and in the playoffs, by the way, everybody, like, yes, they lost in embarrassing fashion to the Niners. He's won a playoff game. He's played phenomenal in the playoffs on multiple occasions in his career. Played great against the Packers in a classic loss. They lost the game. It's fine. He still played fantastic. He wasn't the reason why they lost. I've seen Dak do it. I've seen Dak do it more than any other quarterback that will be in the NFC playoffs. How do you feel about the fact that Jalen Hurts has already touched higher highs than Dak Prescott in the sense that Dak Prescott has never had a season in his however many years careers that amounted to something, right? He's never had a season that's amounted to something as much, as great as a season as Jalen Hurts is having this year. I, I don't say it to be funny, but, like, the playoffs are a different animal. And, and it is entirely possible that Jalen Hurts could grab the bull by the horns and do it, and I will be very impressed. I haven't seen him do it. And, again, like, I brought up Lamar Jackson as a joke, but it's true. It's true. Seriously, he was a unanimous Josh MVP. Allen, until last year. Like, the playoffs are, are, are tough, and crazy things happen when you're – it's a one-game sample size. Like, Lamar Jackson went 0-1 in the playoffs after an MVP campaign. So you can touch all the dizzying highs that you want in the regular season, and it's not guaranteed to translate. The Eagles have a fantastic team. There's more to it than Jalen Hurts, which will make life easier on him. Seeing is believing for me. And, again, like, I don't say, like, Dak has accomplished all of this crazy stuff in the playoffs that nobody else has, but that's a testament to what the NFC looks like right now. Brady and Rodgers are the only ones who have. And right now, we don't know if either one of them is going to be there. How you feel about that when you hear that? I mean, he has a point, right, because he, he said he's seen Dak do this and do that. But, and I believe that because you, you don't see players, like, just play one way for 17, 16, for how many weeks they play. And then in the playoffs, it's just be way different. Right? Like, you are. Not often. You not see what I'm saying? So, you fair. don't really see that. Like, like even, like, the play calls. Like, you, you make these play calls all year, and then the playoffs is just way different. Like, people are, they're going to be where they are. Coaches, players. So, you might do more in the playoffs. You might do a little, you might do less in the playoffs. But you are who you are. I just, it's, it's hard for me to see Jalen Hurts do all this good. Right? Because he had bad games this year. Two of them. Right? But you do all this good, and then the playoffs, you're just going to be a bum. I honestly, I'm, I can't believe it. I'm being sincere. I hope you're right because well, we'll see. people get judged so harshly on what happens in the playoffs. So it would be unfair for Jalen Hurts if, you know, he gets many, had dragged in the offseason because of what happens in the playoffs. I'm not even being funny. How many playoff wins that got? Two? One and three. One. 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 So, I mean, like, to be honest, I mean, he has more experience than Jalen Hurts, but, like, I mean, like, did he, has he done way more than Jalen Hurts in the playoffs? No, he's been to the divisional round twice, and he's been to the playoffs four times. What, so what, I'm just saying, like, uh, it's yeah, it's, like it's a, a a big margin, like a it's Brady. not, it's not yeah, at so all. So it's like, I mean, you, you, he he just went there more, but it ain't like he was balling, right? He's played well in the playoffs at times during. Was his he career. balling? He balled at least on a cut. He balled against Seattle in 18, and he balled against Green Bay. Rodgers was just better. Let's ask some questions. That's two more times that he's balled in the playoffs than Jalen Hurts We'll see. But you told me all set that you would take Jalen Hurts over Dak Prescott this year. You told me that. You can't say all set information on camera, bro. 
Who's that's at like the a cardinal? That's a foul. That's, that's hey, you're not allowed to do that. I don't ever. Like he's clearly, clearly had a better season. Who's oh, sorry, you? He's not allowed to do that. No, but you say all the time, like we have, to, we have to approve these. But you things. say shady off camera. You said this now, and then you but said I don't indict you. Oh, you said it earlier in the shady. My bad. I hate I, bad teammate. Sorry. Bad teammate. <laughs> oh my! Speaking of bad, speaking of good teammates, actually, <laughs> Devontae Adams has been a great teammate to Derek Carr. Remember, Derek Carr, after nine seasons, three Pro Bowls, MVP votes, is no longer the starter in Las Vegas. This was shocking news when it broke. What in the world should Derek Carr do next? And who's going to win the parting of ways between the two? Speak. Do not go anywhere. Sorry about that, Dave. Your secret is safe. Well, the Raiders' playoff hopes are, in fact, still alive. But De- Derek Carr's future with the team is on life support, benched for the final two weeks of the season. And maybe in perpetuity, Jared Stidham, he will take over as a starter. Keep in mind who Derek Carr is to this franchise. Drafted there in the second round, a starter for nine consecutive seasons. Has played at least 15 games in each of the previous eight seasons. And he's stepping away from the team for the rest of the regular season to, quote, not be a distraction, close, quote, shady Derek car starts for nine years you know what let me speak to you LaShawn McCoy drafted to the Philadelphia Eagles in the second round Derek Carr drafted to the Las Vegas Raiders Oakland at the time in the second round LaShawn McCoy the Eagles all-time rushing leader Derek Carr the only good thing about the Raiders for the last 10 years LaShawn McCoy will likely go into the Eagles ring of honor within the next three years Derek Carr I do not know what ring of honor he will go into but he's at least in the honor of all the minds of Raiders fans Derek Carr after nine years benched in the midst of the season, LaShawn McCoy, after six or so, traded. How should Derek Carr feel right now, given the fact that to some degree, a higher degree, you've been in that position before? I, I can't speak on how I should feel, but I'll speak on how I felt, right? Because it's so similar. Like, you put it together, it was so similar. Um, it differs because you bring your best friend on a team who's the best wide receiver in the league, Demonte Adams. He comes there just for me. So now I'm thinking, okay, I've had six head coaches in here in the last in my nine years, right? So it wasn't great dysfunctional. Then I get my best friend there to play with me. I would love to have that. It's not you, but it probably was like Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> and you, you want to build. I, I think he thought for the future, they would be pretty good in Vegas. Now he's not going to be part of that. And when I went through my trade from Chip Kelly to the, the Bills, you, you feel hurt. And from the smaller things, like, it's not all about football. Like, I remember just having my favorite, uh, um, you know, cafeteria lady, right? Every day, I, she knew I wanted to eat. You know, so my diet was intact. Um, in the weight room. I had my own workout schedule, my own strength coach. Small things like that. If I'm late to work, I know the fastest route to get there so I won't get fined. Um, and, then you, and then you grow to the community. I see so many things that Derek Carr does in the community, right? Same thing with Philadelphia. I was doing so many things in the community, and I felt like that was my home. He'd been there for nine years. Like, like you, that's home for you. So now, now your thoughts are, what am I going to do now? Now I got to look for a new team. I'm talking to my agent. I really don't feel like talking to my agent because I'm, I'm, I'm so depressed and, and angry. All these different mixed emotions. So it's like, what do I do? So I think right now for Derek Carr, man, just take your time. I think it will get better. Uh, but it is a tough, it's a tough uh, place to be in. I've been there where it's like, how can a team tell me they don't want me, right? And if we look at the, the, the Raiders, we, we can all say that he's not the weakest link on the team. They can address so many different positions on that team for them to be good. And they can start with the head coach. So I, I feel him. I got a question for you. March 3rd, you were traded 
to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. March 11th of 2015, Jeremy Macklin leaves the Eagles. Jeremy Macklin, first-round pick, the year you were the second-round pick. My boy. Take me back. Did Jeremy Macklin call you when you got traded, or did he call you beforehand knowing he wasn't going to resign? What was the emotional connection between y'all's bond when you left Philadelphia I left first. and he was your guy? Yeah, so I left first, and then, and then he didn't resign. Yep. Right? And I think that I had a lot to do with that because I didn't think I was getting traded. Like, why, why would y'all trade me? Listen, at, at this time of my career, it, like, after the season, most players clean out their lockers, you know, stuff like that. I didn't. I live on every – look, the Nikes going to stay where they at. You know, my mouthpiece, I'm going to be back. <laughs> so then when I wasn't back, like, it, it changed some of the, the, the team, the players, like Jeremy Macklin. He's like, why would I go back to the Eagles in the offense where now a guy that's going to get eight in the box every game, he's not going to be there. So I'm not coming back. That's why I said earlier that Devontae Adams, like, not only is he mad because of that, like, I'm not playing my best friend, but it's like – why am I coming here to play? I don't know no, no, nobody on the I don't know nobody on the on the Raiders. I know Derek Carr. All right, that's my boy. You told me to come here because he was gonna be here and we signed that deal. Now he's not there. Why would I still own own up to this deal I got? Questions they gotta answer. Mm, that's a great point. Thank you for sharing that. Joy, where do you stand on Derek Carr? How should he feel? What do you make of the situation? As usual, I'm the wrong person to ask. I tell my friends this all the time. Don't ask me because I'm going to give you advice that you, you're probably not equipped to follow. Yeah. But it is what I would do. Look, I'm a Capricorn. It's all good, baby. Best of luck to you. Good times. Hey, pat on the back. going to be all right. You're going to be all right. <laughs> we'll see. You're going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. Life goes on. You got to go through the stages of grief. You get sad. Yeah, what, 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 what are the stages of grief? Like sadness, anger, uh, anger, anger denial, denial, bargaining, like bargaining, acceptance. I felt that. Pay, I felt that before. Yeah, it's <laughs> real. It's real. It's a breakup. Yeah, I felt it, Joe. I felt that. It's a, it's a breakup. Trade it. <sighs> yep. It's it's hard, but once Derek Carr gets to that acceptance stage, he's gonna feel good. Yeah. Because there are going to be suitors, a lot of them, and it's gonna be a place that wants him. And it's gonna be a place that needs him. Right. Derek Carr is not old. He's nine years into his career. What year's Russ in? 11. Yeah. Now, Russ is better than Derek has been, of course. But this is not the end of the road for Derek Carr. The Raiders are a dysfunctional place. Give them their due. Stop paying attention to the brands. Six coaches? Six coaches in nine years? That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is Browns. That's crazy. That's Browns. That is Browns. Browns that is crazy. How can you expect anybody to get – forget just Derek Carr. Anyone in that organization to get any kind of momentum going when you're changing out the coach every other year. Yeah. It's crazy. You're going to be all right, Derek. Don't worry about it. Just take this time. You got a little bit of time. It's a new year. New year, new me, honey. Go to the spa. Just go ahead and relax. There's lots of them in Vegas. They're very nice. Get you some massages. Spend some time with the family. You got a lot of kids. This is a nice little break for you. They're going to be calling, so don't worry about it. It's really not that deep. You had a great experience in Vegas. You lived there. <laughs> okay. You had an experience you had in Vegas. Experience. It's, it's not a loss. It's a lesson. And I, to speak to, to Shady's experience, because my brother was traded once, and he was cut once. And he wanted to spend his whole career in Miami. Obviously, he is still in Miami. He's still a part and around that organization, and he loves Miami. And it really hurt him, and it hurt me. And, you know, being that we, we got, we're a lot alike. I'm a little feistier than Jason publicly. And I was mad for him. Now, I didn't say everything I wanted to say publicly, obviously. I could have said some things. But it's hard. It is a hard thing to go through. You got to move your family. 
You got to where are the kids going to go to school? school? That's another one. I had, you yeah. said, how do you get to work? All those little things people don't think about in these transactions. But it changes your life. It is moving to a new city. It might be a city that you've never spent any time in before. Where do you get lunch? Where do you get lunch? Well, you got to find a new nutritionist in the city. That's There's right. so much that changes over and all that goes through your mind, these breakups. But, Derek, you're going to be all right. Dave, let's take it back on to the football field. The Raiders clearly were not pleased with Derek Carr as their starting quarterback. Two playoff appearances in nine years. He only made one start because, remember, when they made the playoffs in what would have been 16. the 2016 season, yeah. Connor Cook out of Michigan State Connor was Cook. the starter because Derek Carr had a fractured fibula, if I'm not mistaken. So the Raiders weren't pleased. Derek Carr, he does have suitors. You've named off-camera nine of them. I can think in my head of six. Who's better off right now? Is it going to be the Raiders who are trading a average or above-average quarterback for question mark or Derek Carr who might have six to nine locations to go to? It's got to be Derek Carr. I, I can't think of a scenario where he really loses here, and that's why he's well entitled to feel a type of way right now. Resentment, bitter, anger, whatever. But Give it time. Let, let the market show you what you're worth, and it will. And think about this. Derek, uh, he's got a no-trade clause, so the Raiders can't just send him wherever they mm-hmm. want to. Or he could be cut. It would probably have to be a post-June 1 cut, but that's just bookkeeping. They could, I mean, he'll be available in the middle of the league year when everybody's looking for a quarterback. I mean, the Jets need a quarterback. The Titans certainly look like they might want a new quarterback. I know it, it's easy to dog on the Colts, but that's a team that's got some talent. The Commanders might need a quarterback. The Giants, they're not tied to Daniel Jones. Like, how many teams? One, two, three, four? Three, four? There's four teams that are currently fighting for a playoff spot that probably feel like they're a quarterback away. And I guarantee you, most if not all of them, are going to want to talk to Derek Carr at some point this spring. And that's when Derek Carr can say, oh, yeah, I feel pretty good about this whole thing. I still look good. Yeah, I, I, you look good. Only but- thing to make it better, right? You got a new contract from a new team. Hey. Oh, when I got that, that Bill, you want to pay me what? Listen, I was brand new. <laughs> Philip, thank you everything, Philadelphia. What's up, Buffalo? <laughs> Give me that cash, baby. That changed your life for real. For real. Hey, you forgot all about the pain? Man, listen. I, oh, I can't believe they traded me. Oh, Drew Rose House, Shady, they got some money for you. Money for me? Hold on. How much? Top running back, highest paid. Oh, man, look. Trade me away. Lead the bags. I don't want the bags. I'm going to do bags. <laughs> That's just the truth. Oh, money does, in fact, heal most, if not all, wounds. Coming up, the Packers, they are streaking red hot at the right time, fighting for a playoff spot on the heels of just beating the Miami Dolphins. But has this tumultuous season already been a success for that man, number 12, Aaron Rodgers? That's next. Do not go anywhere. Packers had a rough start this season, but they've now won three straight games. Aaron Rodgers squad, well, they're still in the playoff picture. Next up, home game against the Vikings, and Green Bay is favored by three and a half points, according to Fox Bet Sports Book. Okay, let's come on, Cam. Dave, I had this thought yesterday. Prepping for the show, I realized, yo, the Packers' season has already been a success. I was sitting thinking to myself, We knew the Packers weren't going to go to the Super Bowl this year. They traded away Devontae Adams, maybe the greatest receiver in football. So what did we need to see from the Green Bay Packers? We desperately needed to see if Christian Watson was going to be the next generation of Greg Jennings, of James Jones, of Jordy Nelson, of Devontae Adams. And Christian Watson has become that. He is an offensive rookie of the year candidate 
And he only turned it on the last six games of the season. I get it. He's been dealing with injuries. But he's shown you the flash you needed to see. The Packers' defense, as of late, forcing turnovers, taking the ball away. Jair Alexander, now that he's healthy, back balling. Rasul Douglas getting picks. Devondre Campbell at linebacker making plays like we know he's capable of doing. I get that the Packers aren't going to go to the Super Bowl this year, more likely than not, but we didn't think they were going to anyway. So when I really stop down and think about it, whether they make the playoffs or not, the Packers have seen what they needed to see this season. Aaron Rodgers is still competent and talented. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, a lethal combination in the backfield. Christian Watson is the next generation of great Packers wide receiver. He does have that talent. And the defense is still capable of being stout when they need to. Packers seasons, in my mind, already a success, Dave Hellman. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. I, not only is that, like, it's not even, no, no. No? That's, that's insane. How that's, so? That's patently insane. How so? <laughs> what, do they, what do they call Green Bay, Wisconsin? They call it Title Town. Do they? Yeah, that's the name. They got it on the marquee. They got a cool little entertainment district. I've been there. They got the bars. <laughs> you get some cheese curds in Title Town. Because that's what they do. They win championships. And that's all well and good. Oh, Aaron Rodgers got some, like, he built rapport with his receivers like he's 28 years old. This man's in almost 40, and he's been flirting with retirement for the last, like, three years. Sure. This is, like, this is not a franchise that has time to develop these things and wait for next season. It is strike while the iron's hot, and the iron is hot when you have Aaron Rodgers. He's back-to-back MVP. When the Packers have flirted with missing the playoffs during Aaron Rodgers' career, Okay, it, it, it happened at the beginning when they didn't even know if he was good. It happened in the middle when he broke his collarbone and missed half the season and he came back and got him in anyway because he's the man. And then the last time it happened, the head coach got fired. That's the type of stuff that happens when the Packers miss the playoffs. It's never a success when the Packers miss the playoffs, Wasn't this especially though, when Aaron Rodgers is there. But can't we all admit that this was likely a rebuild? Before the season, I definitely recall the left side, the right side, and myself of the table. Packers would win 10 to 11 games. I hate to, I hate to say this on Uh-oh. TV. I, like, I'm telling on myself. I thought they would get to the Super Bowl. I still thought they were like – this defense oh, went into the man. season. Okay. I, I, this defense – look, I mean, it looks bad in high Whatever. I picked the Chiefs, too, for whatever that's worth. It looks bad in hindsight, but this defense had seven first-round picks on it at the start of the season. And even after losing Rashawn Gary, and I think Eric Stokes is on IR right now, too, they still have five. They were supposed to be loaded on defense, ground and pound on offense. NFC North is awful, by the way. I mean, you should have been able to win that. I mean, we didn't see the Vikings, Vikings doing this, but again, that's a Vikings team with a plus, plus three plus three point differential. Like, you should have been able to win this division. I still believe that, and it's a disappointment that they didn't. Joy, where do you stand? <laughs> Look, uh, by some miracle, and it will take a miracle the Packers will get into the postseason because not only do they need to beat two very good teams in the Vikings and the Lions, then they need a bunch of other stuff to happen as well. So it's not even in their hands anymore. I mean, if we can finally admit that the Packers are not a team that we can, we, you know, should consider a Super Bowl team, then yeah, this was a successful season. But this year we weren't admitting that. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Everybody always want to act brand new when their team isn't playing right. well. I seem to remember at the beginning of the season, we don't yep. need Devontae Adams. Yep. We have these guys, and we're I fell fine. For it. We have Aaron Rodgers. We have a running game. Look at our defense. We have Matt LaFleur. Why are you doubting us? 
don't know. Because Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. Yep. Who's he going to throw to? Aaron Rodgers ain't worrying about your little receivers. He don't even get along with them. Now he does. That's true. Because he started losing and seeing maybe we need a relationship here. Maybe we need to do a little more work. Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great player. But you don't get it both ways. You either are an all-time great player. You either are a winning organization, title town, or you're not. And we shouldn't expect nothing from you. And this is a successful season. This is a successful season for the Lions. Yep. This is a successful season for Jacksonville. This is a colossal failure for the Green Bay Packers, an organization that is supposed to be competing for a Super Bowl every single year because you tell me every single year you're supposed to. And Aaron Rodgers tells us every year. But wasn't this year, at least you knew, okay, I'll say everybody else was wrong, but you forecasted that the Packers were going to win. (laughs) But you forecasted the Packers were going to win 10, 11 games. I didn't think they were going to be this bad, which which makes it even more of a failure. I think I, I would say 10 games. I, I picked them to win 10 games. So the last three years, they, they won 13. 13, right. 13, 13. Yeah. And, like, and then some of the years they sat because they had the number one seat sewn up. This just can't be no success. The Packers, seven. Before the year, if I told you that the Packers wouldn't even be 500, would you believe that? It, listen, and, and Rodgers has been that good over his career where it don't matter who the wide receiver is. Every number one receiver he has, from Driver to Jennings to uh, Nelson mm-hmm. to Devontae, like, they do well. So you think, okay, well, hey, he's, he's, he's losing the best receiver in the game, but they should be cool. They should be good, serviceable. You know who else lost the top receiver? Who's that? Looks pretty good. Who's that? Probably going to win the MVP. Patrick Mahomes. It's true. <laughs> well, yeah, and Patrick Mahomes is like the great, one of the greats. Yeah. But, but so anyway, so when I look at the Packers, it's like, this can't be no success. They're not even in the playoffs. What, what are we talking about? Well, wasn't this a rebuild 2-5? But, but, but like, when you say rebuild, right? What are we talking about? We're talking about like starting all the way over? Like, no, meaning like we have to remodel the kitchen. We have to remodel a very foundational piece foundation. of Foundation? Wide receiver. What is, what is, A-Rod's the foundation. He's, he is. Yeah, he's, he's the foundation. He's a living group. Okay. But we know the, the Packers always keep a wide receiver on deck. Yeah, but he, and they have, to, they have to find one, and now they did. I, I can't even like, like, and I'm good with knowing football. I've been playing it my whole life. A- A-Rod, every receiver he has, he, he does well with. Even Randall Cobb, like I, I, I thought he was okay. I thought he was he was solid. Mm-hmm. He made him better than what he was. All the guys of his name, from Nelson to Driver to Jennings, like them dudes was ballers. I'm not saying it's all A Rod, but A Rod had a lot to do with that. Has Watson oh. not shown you enough now? Six touchdowns I, I, in like I, I, the I, gotta, last five I, games. I, I gotta see more. I, I gotta see more of him. Right? I gotta see more of that connection, the up and down. And then you look at the team. Like when I watch them play, it's not even them winning the games. It's like teams giving the, the game game up. Like, that Dolphins game, and, and I don't yep. want to talk about his tool, you know, his situation, but, like, they kind of gave him that game. They didn't just go take it. They yep. gave it to him. I don't know. It, it's hard to see any success with the Packers. I, I like that they're, they're fighting. I mean, but come on. <laughs> Packers have to win out. I believe the Giants have to lose, and the Packers could. Giants have to lose both of their games. Commanders have to lose one. Man, they praying like crazy. Nah, yeah. too. They praying like, like they practicing and then they praying. Right. It's not supposed to be this way. It's not supposed to be this way for the Packers. Yeah, like they got <laughs> the priest right, on the field. Right, know what I mean? Water. Yeah. Sage. They drink holy water. Yeah, whatever it takes. Oh. Practice and pray is one yeah, heck of like, a combination. What? It got me to this desk. Coming up, we're going back to Vegas because Derek Carr's out at quarterback. But who is better off after the big move? Is it Carr or the Las Vegas Raiders? That is next on Speak. Practice and pray. All right, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that might be the play. 
It's been a fabulous week of basketball. Zion Williamson, budding superstar, dominated last night. 14 straight points and a career high. 43 points, including that steal you see right there and a dunk to seal the win. Bang! I need that, all that. Give me that Zion 43-point career high. But postgame, D'Angelo Russell on Zion Williamson. He's playing football. We play basketball. <laughs> Shady, you know them dudes that be on the courts. Oh, wait, speak up, speak up, speak up. Somebody has something to say. Yeah, I mean, he just ran through my guy, took the ball. He's playing football. We playing basketball. We can't touch him or guard him, so good for him. Oh, he's defeated, though. He looks so defeated. That's shade if I've ever heard it. That looks crazy, though. Like, Why? He's playing football and basketball. Zion is a beast. Listen, real quick. His first game he ever played, the summer league, was in Vegas. I went to it. I had to see if this guy's really the real deal. He's not super tall, but he's big. He's strong. He's explosive. He's fast. I said, this guy can easily have 20 points, double-doubles easily. Without no jump shot, no three ball. That was a game where he, he stole it. He, he ripped the ball and just dunked it. <laughs> He bullies these dudes. But did he make the sound effects? Yeah, of course it it's, it's like, imagine the Hawk or Wolverine playing basketball. That's him. Uh, Joy, what'd you make of it? I mean, it's great. Uh, it's, it's so amazing to see uh, out there consistently. You know, he's missed a lot of time early in his career. So it, we all know what he is capable of, and it's great to see him out there healthy. He doesn't look like a comic book hero. He looks like a damn offensive tackle. Like, he he could be out on the blind side, but instead he's making way more money playing basketball. As a New Orleanian, I love to see it. <laughs> Honestly, though, Zion and what Shady is saying is why I always push back when, when, when fans or people, like, want to talk trash about how tough they would be on the basketball court or if they were to get in a fight with a basketball player. Like, just no. so you know, yeah. the smallest guy on the court – even a guy who's not small. D'Angelo Russell is not small. He got to go up against Zion. Yeah. So think about how strong he has to be to try and guard Zion. Now imagine you got to go up against also, Zion. Like, Just Shady, relax. Shady's like, oh, he's not that big. Which, like, for a basketball player, he's not. He's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Like, bas- basketball he's, crazy. He's a, big right, he's a different world. Okay, we got to get back to the NFL Raiders. They made a huge move. Just yesterday, benching their former star quarterback, Derek Carr. I could not believe it when I heard the news. Now, by now, you may have heard the news, but that's not the most intriguing conversation. Benching a three-time Pro Bowler is wild. But clearly, if you're going to do it, you have to have something up your sleeve. Remember, Derek Carr says he's going to sit at home the last two weeks of the season to not be a distraction. Shady, when I think about it, I think the Raiders, as disrespectful as this move was, they might be in a better position than oh. Derek Carr is. Oh. Reason being, nine years with Derek Carr, and as much of a leader as he is, and he is absolutely one of the greatest leaders for an organization we've seen in the last decade, two playoff appearances. Derek Carr only made one playoff start due to injury. So you're talking about one playoff start in the last nine years. you got to remember what kind of organization only has one playoff appearance in the last nine years. We're talking about organizations like the Detroit Lions, organizations Ooh. like the Giants, organizations like the Commanders, organizations like uh, I already spoke of Washington. You're not talking about several great organizations. So when I really think about it, the Raiders might be better off by moving on from Derek Carr because with Derek Carr, you go to the playoffs twice in nine years. So in the next nine years, you're going to go maybe two more times. I understand the business decision. I will say and say again how disrespectful it is to Derek Carr, the person. But, Shady, I think the Raiders might be better off than Derek Carr. Who do you think is better off in the parting of ways? They would be if they kept him. 
with all the new additions, right? Another, another year, mm-hmm. the team, the running back, the wide receivers, they will be, but it's not. I'm going to go with Derek Carr. Now that you're, you're, move, you're moving yourself from this dysfunctional team, right? And I know right now it looks bad, you're sad, and all the different emotions you talked about, mm-hmm. that's over with. You go to a new team, now you can pick it. You have a, a trade clause where they can't trade you, right? Unless you want to go to that team. And then if they cut you, you sit at home, right? And you let all the bidders. Uh, I think a team like the Patriots, Matt Jones, I mean, he's what? He'd be a good backup, right? Matt Jones, you got the Jets. Got, who else? Commanders. 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 You got some teams. The Giants. Carolina. So now I'm a, the, 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 the Panthers, I'm going to sit home, right? To, uh, play with the kids, right? Maybe two days I might be sad. But then you, your agent calls you. you There's some money there for you. They want to pay you some extra money. Some good teams. So you feel better about yourself. I think it'll be better for Derek Carr if he goes to a new home that wants you. One thing about being traded or even signed to a big deal, like from the free agency, they want you. It's nothing like being somewhere where they want you. That feels good. Oh. <laughs> That feel good. Oh, the Buffalo, they was just letting me do everything. Shady, whatever you need, just call us. I'm like, yeah. So I started trying my luck. Hey, man, it's, it's late. I don't know where I'm going. Can you ask somebody to send me some, uh, some food? Yeah, I want chicken. Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring me chicken. Hey, you know, I don't like these cleats. Man, call Nike. I need some different cleats. Give me like six of them to try on. They say, price six cleats. They do. They, 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 they take care of you when they want you. That's like the Russell Wilson thing, oh, right? You get man. an office. You Hopefully, get some speak. Start giving me different things. Speak. I need some more, some more clothing. I need. I ain't gonna talk about me. You know what's fun? Like you brought this up yesterday. Like it's fascinating to see a team be willing to move on from a franchise quarterback, regardless of whether or not it's a good idea. It's interesting. It gives us something to talk about. It gives fans something to speculate about. I wonder what it says that this is now the second franchise that's been willing to do it. Mm. Washington did it with Kirk Cousins. And we would say those are like two of the three or four most dysfunctional franchises in the NFL. I mean, Washington mm. has made one playoff appearance since Kirk Cousin walked out the door. It was during a COVID year, uh, which and, and that the NFC East was a disaster by any standard that season. So not exactly something to hang your hat on. Maybe they'll get back this year for the first time. They sure as hell don't have their quarterback situation answered, given that they're flip-flopping between two different guys. So... I think Derek Carr is in line for more immediate success. Unless the Raiders can truly pull off something wild, like getting Tom Brady to come to Las Vegas, then you would have my attention. I think it would have Devontae Adams' attention. I'm sure a lot of people in that organization will be pumped about that. But barring really hitting a home run like Tampa Bay was able to do, I think like Derek Carr is going to be able to pick his spot. And the odds that a team that is a quarterback away from being pretty good is going to be interested in talking to him is high. So I, I think Derek Carr is just in a much better spot because I think, as Washington can probably attest, even when you're not super satisfied from what you're getting from your guy, it's hard to find a franchise quarterback. But, Joy, are we speaking too highly of Derek Carr, the player? Because many people would say the Raiders were just a quarterback or so away from being good. The Raiders have pieces. Chandler Jones is there defensively. Offensively, clearly Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. Max Crosby. Max Crosby defensively up and for defensive player of the year through the first 13 or so weeks of the season. So are we speaking too highly of Carr? Who will be better off in your mind? Carr. Stop saying nice things about the Raiders, okay? (laughs) Stop doing it. How well has that defense played this year? Not great. Terrible. Last. Yeah. last in sacks, last in the league. That's Max is a dog. I love Max Crosby. Chandler Jones, great player. That defense as a whole has been bad. Six coaches in nine seasons. Hmm. Do we even need to go down the incidents 
of this function. We don't. It's a lot. We don't have enough time. It's only a couple minutes left. We, we don't have enough time to go over all the stuff that he's dealt with there. You know this. When you go to work and you can't just go to work, you got to just deal with something different every day. It takes away from being great. It's like having a dysfunctional home. You can't just live. You got oh, to deal with today. What are we mad about today? It's exhausting. It drains you. You only have so much energy to apply to anything in a day. That's why functional places tend to be more successful. Functional businesses tend to be more successful. Let me ask you, though, real quick, because this is actually fascinating. When you think about all the teams that y'all mentioned, whether it be the Colts, whether it be the Giants, whether it be the Commanders, um, whether it be the Titans to some degree, all of these places, too, have dysfunction. The Colts hired just Saturday. Who in the world is that? The -hmm. Jets have had four, maybe going on five coaches, but at least four since uh, Derek Carr was where he was at. Clearly, the Commanders, they have less playoff appearances than the Raiders. We say of all these locations, but are any of them – that functional either, or they probably wouldn't need a quarterback. They all need quarterbacks, too. And bringing up Washington is the, is the best point, because Washington sure didn't want to pay Kirk Cousins. Nope. Right? Yeah. They've had 11 starting quarterbacks since Kirk Cousins left. 11? Oh, my God. It's a revolving door. Be careful jumping on this quarterback carousel. It ain't that easy to get off. Look at the Browns. What did they have to do? Go pay Deshaun Watson $236 million guaranteed. And you know the Raiders ain't got that. (laughs) Okay? And there are no other Deshaun Watsons to do that for. So, look, we'll see how it plays out. If you want to put your trust in the Raiders, by all means. I I think Derek Carr is going to be the one that ends up winning out long term. Huge game tonight. Cowboys are playing, and whenever they play, it's a huge game. Now, keep in mind, the Tennessee Titans, who the Cowboys are playing tonight, are expected to stop start Josh Dobbs at quarterback, a one-time University of Tennessee standout. Dobbs signed off the Lions practice squad last week and will now be making his first start for the Titans. Dave Hellman, you're the resident Cowboys insider. Talk to me about the matchup. This is a weird game. Like, the Titans have everything to play for. They're not in the playoffs yet, but this game doesn't mean anything to them. They're waiting for Jacksonville next week. I'm taking Dallas. Just Dallas still technically could win the East, so they're going to be playing harder, which sounds weird, but that's the case. Joy, what do you care about in this game? Play a nice, clean game. Hit a convincing win. I mean, Tennessee has a playoff game next week. Yeah, exactly. Get an early playoff game next week. Cowboys. Don't ask me. I'm out of time. We'll see you all tomorrow. Let's go, Dubs. Let's go, Dubs. Come on, baby. Bring it home.